I love being part of a church, looking back what God is doing in Bognor and Havant and Chichester. And uh, obviously it's New Year's Eve, right? And so you'd expect, what is God going to do amongst us? And uh, I'm just going to take sort of eight or ten minutes to talk about some things. And I reckon at these points, the easy thing to do is say, God is on the move and we're going to take the nations, well, at least Chichester, Bognor and Havant, and we're going to see multiplication and mission explode and that sort of thing, miracles and all those sort of things. And absolutely, I'm desiring that and wanting that, and I'm sure you are too, and expecting some of those things. But what I want us to do this morning is reflect for, like like I say, about 10 minutes, and we're going to look at Psalm 23. And my prayer for me, selfishly, but also for you, is that Psalm 23 becomes ever more real for me on a daily basis as I go through this coming year. Of course, mission is vitally important, but this can be the most missional thing, is when we reflect Jesus in our lives, when other people look on and go, what is it about you? How did you get through that? Why are you so full of joy? People who walk with God make a huge difference in the, in the environment, in the world that they live in. Let's read Psalm 23. And I guess most of us would have read this at some point. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amazing verse, amazing chapter in the Bible. And uh, of course, we haven't made any mention of the kids here this morning. So it's great to have the kids in the meeting. I've not heard much from them. Anyone under the age of 11 want a big, a big shout? <laughs> they say, come on, kids. Come on. I want to hear from you. Shout. Shout anything. <laughs> that, that, that'll do. That's a start. I mean, as worship was going on, just so you know, you might not have seen it from back there, there were three boys, stealth-like, coming towards the front on their hands and front, like a little army getting closer and closer. And um, anyway, like the last little bit of this chapter, verse 6, says this, Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And um, I'm one, I want to volunteer. I need a good, strong person to be a volunteer. Um, Anyone out there? Oh, Andy, perfect. Not been set up at all. (laughs) About three minutes to ten. Thank you, Andy. And uh, Andy Andy is going to represent each one of us and represents what David has portrayed. And it says here in the Bible, verse 6, goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And so if you're under 12 and you want to volunteer, come to the front. Maximum of one, it looks like. <laughs> yeah, this went in my head. Come on, if you're under 12 and you want to come and volunteer and be part of this amazing sermon, 
This is going to go down forever and you'll be a part of it. Yes, there we go, there we go, all right. Now this is not just to distract the kids, not really. So what we're going to do, kids, like Andy is the guy who you're going to hem in, right? You go before him, behind him, and the side of him, and the side of him. Now wherever he goes, you go, is that clear? Because what you're doing is you're representing God's love and God's goodness. And uh, this is going to last for the whole sermon. So, so off you go, Andy. You, if you can lose them, try to lose them. You know, but don't do it all at the front here because I have got a, something to say as well. But this is good. And don't be too, too distracted, adults. Yes. There we go. Okay, I'll have your attention back. Keep going, Andy. Keep going, kids. That's good. The Lord is my shepherd. My shepherd. I lack nothing. He is the Lord. And we so often sing, and rightly so, the Lord, the Lord. But it can become over-familiar. He is the Lord. He is utterly different from us. He is eternal. He is beyond our comprehension. He is all-sufficient. He is all-powerful. And he shepherds you and me. From his complete fullness. That's who he is. I lack nothing because of who he is. The one at your side, the Lord, is at your side. And he, he lacks nothing. I have God my, in, alongside me in all situations. The Lord is my shepherd and I lack nothing. Verse 2 and 3 says this. He makes me lie down. He leads me beside still waters. Feel free to go out the room for a few minutes, Andy, if you want. It might just help me a little. He leads me beside still waters. He refreshes my soul. I don't know about you this morning. During worship, God refreshed my soul. I don't know, did it, was that true for you? A sense of, that's what he does. He's alive. All the stories we've heard of what God has been doing in, a, in the life of Grace Church, and he does it in your individual life. He refreshes your soul. He guides me. And David, the author, you know, who wrote the psalm, acknowledges God in all of his needs. He waters him. He feeds him. He restores him. He comforts him. Total care. From God the Father, the shepherd. And often we only recognise God's hand on our lives when we look back. We're in the middle of stuff. It's like, oh, this is desperate, it's tough. And that's not to not relegate that at all. Sometimes we go through some difficult things. But we can look back and see God's care over our lives and his initiative regarding our care. He leads, he refreshes and he guides and this leading and refreshing and guiding and, and restoring us is dependent upon our proximity to him. Don't outrun Jesus. Don't get so far distracted. Don't rush ahead with your projects and, and desires so much so that you just want God to bless you, but it's on my terms. Let's stay close to Jesus. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Come to me and I will give you rest, is what Jesus, the great shepherd, said. And it says he guides along paths of righteousness. 
And what that means is we want to go God's way. If we go God's way, we can be sure he will refresh us and look after us. It's the best thing is to go the way that God wants us to go. And verse 4 says this. We all, you know, it's, I'll read it out. It says, Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. We will walk through dark valleys, but we're walking through it. David says about God, you are with me. David is not saying the reality of the darkness, the difficult times will be removed. He's just saying, God is with me, therefore I, know, I have no need to fear. I no need to fear any evil. Left to my own device, you perhaps the same, left to your own device, I mean, this is great hemming in, guys. Well done. Left to my own device, fear can overwhelm me. Fear can just ruin my life. But I want to draw near to God, knowing him. We must cast ourselves on the protection of God. And Jesus has gone from leading us to being alongside us, besides us. And that changes everything. You are with me, God. In the difficulties, in the sorrow, in the pain, he is with us. And he is with us because we are in him. Our lives are hidden in Christ. What an amazing truth. And it says in verses 5 and 6, you prepare a table, you anoint my head. And there is this sense of being filled to overflowing. That's what David describes, overflowing. God is active. God is active in your life. We're passive and we receive from him. We get close to him and we receive all that he's got for us. And there's that sense of anointing with oil. And I know that's something I've mentioned from the front here before. And oil to me is a bit messy and I don't really want people pouring oil over my head. But that's how it was done. And there's an, there's an exuberance. There's a, there's a lavish grace of God poured over our lives, overflowing. A gesture of hospitality and generosity. And it's not the language, is it, of a reluctant father, a reluctant heavenly father. It's, the, it's a gesture of a God who is with us, who wants to do us good, who wants to walk with us through every passage of life. You prepare a table. Your cup is overflowing. I just want to ask you, is your cup overflowing today? Brilliant. And if it's not, it can be. That's the good news of God. Jesus wants us to be overflowing with him, where we are saying, you are my saviour. You are my king. You are my shepherd. You are my friend through every trouble. It's intimate, it's personal. And then there's this word, it says, you prepare, let's find it, verse 6, surely. It's like, without doubt. David has gone through all this stuff. He's walked through the valley of darkness, the valley of the shadow of death. He's enabled, God has watered him and fed him and restored his soul. And then he says this, Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. Just on cue. It's almost like we've practised and rehearsed this for weeks and weeks. Good timing, Andy. And surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. We're coming to an end, guys. Have you lost a few? No? Okay, good. We, we have... 
amazing safeguarding team here, Andy, so hopefully you've lost none. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. No doubt about it. Absolute certainty. Because of who God is. Because God is good. Who God is. Because he is full of love. And therefore he will, he will, his love and goodness will follow us all the days of our lives. Encompassing our whole life. Pursuing us. It says follow. But another version says pursue. God pursues you and me. Through every situation, every conflict, every storm, every faithless moment that we might have, goodness and love are his divine attributes. That's who he is. He can do nothing else to his children. Have you ever seen a police escort, either in real life or on the television? You know, a dignitary, may it be the king or, you know, last year or years gone by, the queen. And there's this police escort and like that crowd there at the back Andy and the kids they're hemmed in front back and sides no one can get close to them and that's what God does with us in our lives we are hemmed in from every side from the side from each side from the front to the back David is looking back and saying I can see the goodness and love of God in every circumstance of life the green pastures the still waters and the darkest of valleys. Maybe you're wrestling with dark valley experiences, illness, grief, pain, some kind of loss. And as we look back, we'll be able to see God's goodness and love. And even if you don't feel it today, you'll look back and know that God was with you. We will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And that's our eternal destination You will make it, not because you're good, not because you have great determination, but because of God. We are going to make it to the shepherd's house. We're going to be welcomed in. You belong here. What a thing to be said by God over your life. You belong. Come on in. Jesus came to us that we might be with him. Jesus came to seek and save the lost, which is you and I. He will bring you home and he will lose none. That's the promise of his word. And you know, we don't know what 2024 brings. We're going to be praying tonight that God will do amazing things amongst us. We've got Monday morning prayer time. We've got three nights of prayer. We're going to pray and we're going to ask God for some big things and expect God to do great things because he always does. God answers prayer. But we don't know individually what 2024 will bring. We don't know. But what I want to know is I want to know God. I want to know God in a deeper way in this coming year. We're nearly done, Andy, so you can sort of circle back around. I want to know God guiding me. I want to know God leading me to green pastures. I want to know God refreshing my soul. So this this morning, as we think about 2024, we want to pray the big things. But my prayer for me and for you is that we know God. We know him in a deep way, that whatever comes our way, whatever challenges, trials, whatever joys we have, and there'll be loads of those as well, I'm sure, that we walk through this time knowing God in a deep, deep way. He guides me. He is with me, and I will dwell with him forever. Amen.